What's up, cheeseheads? Before we get into today's podcast, we wanted to tell you about what Ethan and I have been up to in 2022. Something very exciting. It's a new product that we have launched for employee engagement called the Pool Boys. E, tell them what's up. That's right. So right here, as you can see, the Pool Boys, what we want to do is create an awesome environment for your office pools. So we're going to come in, we're going to run everything for small business owners, large business owners, basically business owners, where we want to come in, provide an awesome red carpet experience where we up the engagement, up the fun by running your office pools, whether it be March Madness, we got some fun fall offerings, whether it be college football pick'em, NFL pick'em, Survivor, we got you covered no matter what the pool is, we are your boys for it. So let's get going. That's right. This is an employee engagement play. If you're having any trouble at all with retention or engagement or even internal communication, let the pool boys take a look and show you some of the products that we can offer. We shoot customized videos with these handsome fellas and we send them to your team and we talk trash about your people. It's so much fun. I got to <laughs> tell you. We build you up too. Don't worry. It's not just trash, but there is a lot of trash. There is some trash. All right, guys, check us out at www.thepoolboys.net and we're going to get into the episode now. Welcome back to Fold in the Cheese. It's your boy, K Troll, on the mic. Today, it is Tuesday, and the season is oh so close. It's oh so close. Draft season is upon us, that's for sure. That is true. We're talking a lot today about the drafts that we've already had, the drafts are upcoming as well. Mm-hmm. But I am joined, as always, by Mr. Gelfan, Ethan. Ethan How are you doing, man? What's up? Just che- cheesing a little bit, just cheesing. Just, just cheesing? Uh, as you mentioned, we did a couple drafts yesterday, you and I, in different leagues, our neighborhood leagues. We got our league coming up tomorrow. We always like to do it right. literally the day before the season starts, so it's a great time. I uh, actually had a long conversation with my brother-in-law yesterday. He's in a it's an interesting keeper league, so they only keep one player from their teams last year, and then they draft from there. So we were projecting who people are going to keep, what picks he's going to have at the number two slot, so it's a great time. Honestly, draft season is, is probably one of the best, and I love it. I love it. Drafting is one of my favorite things about fantasy football. Probably the best. I mean, yeah. I think winning is the number one for like winning it all. You know, week to week winning, I think might even fall below draft season. Below the draft, okay. Yeah, okay. I think championship is number one. Drafting and then pulverizing week, their opponent. Yes. Although trades, pretty much up there too. I love trades. Trades, trades are up there. Fun. Trades are really exciting. Uh, rivalry week is up there. Rivalry week. Rivalry week. <laughs> I got to lean close to the mic for that one. Rivalry week. Rivalry week. Um, yeah, so it's it's good times. It's good times. We're going to cover our drafts, like you said. We're also going to hit up Pigskin Pick'em. We'll talk about that in a little bit, too. It's but um, I'm I'm rocking this jersey today because our Wake Forest Demon Deacons, 1-0, yes. undefeated. Big win. Big win over Big that. Big win against PMI. PMI. We had college football this weekend. It was exciting. Yeah. What are you rocking there? What is that? What are you? What are you uh, I too am rocking a jersey. Uh, this is the Alpha Sigma Phi intramural T-shirt. Intramurals. Dusted it off the old shelf and found. I was like, yes. Uh, just you know, I was rocking number eight in my honor of my man Steve Young. So fitting, same colors. So yeah, man. Uh, I was rocking number nine, and I've got a new. As you see, I've got a new backdrop here. Look at this. Look at your new setup, by the way. Can we talk oh, about that? My whole new setup. I've got a, I've got a real camera. I've got a light. I've got stuff behind me. You've got a I'm mic, a right? You can control. see it. I mean, you can see that I'm on a microphone. Is it like a boom mic? Like, hey, how's it going, fam? Zoom in. Whoa. Can't see it anymore. Why are we about zoomed that? in? Can't see it anymore. I can't. But I okay. see. I like seeing the mic. I feel like it's like, oh, this is real. They actually have microphones. They're doing stuff. Um, but I want to go back to my jersey because that is that is a game worn. 
K-Troll Greenville Comets jersey. That's so what, the does real that deal. what does that go for on eBay? That's the real deal. Unlimited. Unlimited. Unlimited yeah. funds? Unlimited money. <laughs> That's what you just listed. Listing price. Unlimited, Unlimited money. money. Quantity or how much we're costing? Yeah. That thing's pretty clutch. I've also got this little it helmet. Is. Little mini helmet. Of your squad? So this is this is a Comets helmet. Yeah, that's that was our logo, that little star. And uh, these were actual helmet stickers that I had on my real helmet when Ooh. I played. That's pretty cool. I'm so surprised we your high school uh, actually had mini helmets of your logo. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we were pretty legit. Um, I mean, yeah, you see you the football field now, so damn straight you're legit. I mean, you saw the football field. It's nasty. Um, yeah, it. these, these little stickers we get for various achievements. So real quick on helmet stickers. As the quarterback, when do you, how do you earn your helmet stickers? A couple different things. So for us, it was um, some of it was individual, some of it was team. So if we went over a certain okay. yardage as a team, yeah, I'll get I would one. get a sticker. Um, and the whole offense would, you know. Um, throwing touchdowns, get stickers. Every touchdown? Uh, I, I think it was every touchdown, yeah. Um, and then we had one where so they had, they had footballs, they had stars, and they had skull and crossbones. It was like the three most common, and so that's what we had. Yeah. Well, we ran out of footballs one time. And so they're like, hey, Unicorn. the offense went over, you know, 300 yards or whatever. You get a different sticker. And I was like, I'm taking a skull and crossbones. <laughs> so I put that thing right in the front of my helmet. All the rest of them are like on the back, you know, the, that one right in the front of my helmet. So what would the skull and crossbones usually be going for? Like That'd be for like a for like a sack like on defense or like if you held them under uh, like 100 yards or something crazy. Like it was actually pretty sick. Okay. If you held the other team under 200, whatever it was. Uh, yardage wise or under a certain number of points a shutout yeah. or something i mean you can do all kinds of stuff so clearly you got to get that skull and crossbones that's pretty money i had to get the skull and crossbones <laughs> it's pretty uh, let's see i played high school tennis i didn't get any uh like racket stickers or anything like that <laughs> although my buddy jonah you all remember jonah he used to do some uh learner's locks, learners locks jonah's gyms. He's, he's still on the run for mike white but uh so we were a doubles team and we were playing this team uh framingham they were not good they were not good at all. Framingham sounds garbage. And so we were crushing them. And so we created our own game. I guess this will be our own version of helmet stickers. So this is going to sound really bad. So I don't know if you know in tennis, but if you hit someone with the ball, you get the point. You know, yeah. it's your point. So it's like, you got to get out of the way or hit it. So we decided to take a step further. We would have a going back tally of how many times we could just hit the other team. <laughs> <laughs> Because just like in uh, Wedding Crashers, I can make it rain out there. We just had perfect placement. We could put the ball wherever we wanted. Okay, so, okay Mr. Big Shot. <laughs> so we were we were tied going into like the last set. I think we had like five each. We did them each five times. Jeez, goes, five hits during the match? These guys were not great. <laughs> so it's not can like you we were just nailed. use your racket to defend yourself? I mean, what do you, you do? can. That's the thing. You do anything you can. You can get out of the way. You can dodge a wrench. You can dodge a tennis ball. So anyway... They hit it to Jonah, and it was just like a lob. So he's literally just keying it up, slams it right in the uh, jiggly parts for the oh. man. So, so like, okay, game's over. You win. <laughs> We're not doing that game anymore. <laughs> Dang. So yeah, well, on on Mario that. Tennis, they call that a body shot. I don't know if body they call them that. Body shot. That that uh, means lower. something different to me from college, but Low, lower I digress. body shot. Oh, yeah. that is a <laughs> I digress. Shot. I see where you went there. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. There. Well, that's anyway, um, that's a good uh, trip down memory lane. Yeah, Framingham, garbage, Framingham. garbage tennis team. 
Now I'm going to be on their Bolton board material stuff. Yeah. Too. I'll just get on everyone Bolton board. What are you going to do about it, Framingham? What are you going to do about it? Come at you me. You body shot it 11 times in one <laughs> I still got my racket. Just got to dust it off. It's fine. I mean, come on. It might actually be the same racket from high school, but that's it's all right. It's still good. Those don't really go bad, do they? No, they don't. But we're talking right, about football, right? This is a football podcast. Football. This is a football podcast. Let's talk about football. We had some drafts last we night, did. as you mentioned. Both of our neighborhood drafts, actually. So you had your neighborhood draft. I had yep. mine. It was in person. I was giving you all kinds of shit for not having an in-person neighborhood draft. These are your neighbors. I know. How do you I'm not really... get together for a draft with your neighbors? I am very disappointed in that fact. And looking back, that was super dumb. Like, why that is super dumb. not? I have never done a live in-person draft. Uh, so this would have been the perfect it's, opportunity. I, I freaking love it. Okay. Like regardless of who you do it with, honestly, it doesn't even matter. It's just more fun in person. It's more oh, yeah. fun to have a big draft board up on the wall and to put the stickers up and to hear real time commentary on your picks and people being like, Oh, son of a bitch. You took my guy. Or like, so quick, with the, with the format of it, do you have like a Vanna white? Is there someone who is one job is to put the stickers up or is it, when you draft the guy, you go put your own sticker up. So that's a great question. I have done it myself to where I was Vanna as the commissioner. I would be Vanna and I would draft my team. We have done it where someone runs up and grabs their own sticker as well. Um, people are dumber than you think. So I wouldn't recommend that. Um, <laughs> and then last night we actually did have a Vanna. It was the wife of one of the participants. Now she's actually a better fantasy player than he is. So, uh, okay. which we gave him plenty of shit for oh, of why she should be drafting his team and not him, but we'll get to that later, I guess. Fair. Uh, but yeah, we had a Vanna last night. She was very helpful. Shout out to Rachel. Appreciate Rachel. the help there. Thank you, Rachel. We need and a Rachel. Uh, yeah, it was a good time. We also have, oh. I've introduced this tradition of a uh, little, the kids chair. So we you know those little play school tables, the blue oh, table yeah. have the multicolored chairs. Ours is um, on and out, so it's cool. But yes, I know what you're talking about. Okay. So we have a, a little kid's chair that I put down in front of the draft board. And if you take a player that's already been drafted, you sit in the kid's chair until someone else does it. Fair. <laughs> so there are How a couple many times of that uh, happen? repeat offenders. Oh my gosh. Probably five times, five or six really? times. And that that chair was a it was a hot seat. People were moving back and forth. It was rotating. Fair. It's kind of like the uh, drinking game Thunderstruck, where it's like if you get stuck on the long part where there's not someone else, like, I'm still here. Like, oh gosh. Still hanging out. Yep. Yep. All right. So anyway. So let's talk um, about these drafts, man. Yeah, so I want to all right. hear about yours. How do you think it went? So it went pretty good. This was an eight team league. Uh so this was a team that I finished second in last year. Um I was pretty bummed. This I was actually, Austin actually, no, Eckler I, went in the fourth round last year. I, I did get Austin Eckler in the fourth round. He went second overall this year. So a little different. Uh, so yeah, last year I finished second. I had a terrible start to the season. My team underperformed so bad, but then I won like eight of my last nine made it to the playoffs and then made it all the way to the championship. So my hot, my expectations are high for this year. So I ended up getting uh, the sixth pick out of eight, okay. which I'm not, not too upset about. Not too upset about. It. So, I mean, if you want, we can throw it up there if you want. I know you got it queued up. Okay. So, here's my squad. So, in the sixth pick, I got Derrick Henry. He fell to me. You know, sometimes he's going as high as three, four. Uh, he fell. Eckler went two. Uh, McCaffrey went high. Justin Jefferson. So, I, I was lucky enough to get Derrick Henry. So, then I had seven and then seven and eight and nine, ten. So, I got 11. Jamar Chase was still there. I was really hoping for Najee Harris. He was, he was dropping far. So, I was like, oh my gosh, if I get Henry and Najee, that would be legit yeah uh, but i got jamar super happy with him because he's been going first round and just about everywhere else uh coming back came back with Devonte. man i just thought could not pass him up there wasn't a running back that was jumping out there's a big run on running back so yeah at that point i was like i gotta take Devonte adams i mean for this value where i'm at definitely him 
So right. I got to ask you about that, the run, yeah. because in an eight team league, things are different, obviously. Yep. Um, there's not as much like quarterback scarcity. So I imagine quarterbacks, you can wait a really long time in an eight team league. Um, but running backs, because you imagine everyone else is going to be kind of loaded, do you want to get your guys earlier or you don't care as much because there's more out there? Like, how does it how does it usually flow? Um, I guess. How does it usually flow? I guess they don't care as much because of how much is out there. Uh, and for yeah. me, I guess early on, I'm really picking for value. And I figure I can fill in the pieces where I need to. So after I picked Jamar Chase, there was one, two, three, four, five running backs that went off the board between my Jamar Chase and, and Devontae Adams pick. So at that's that not, point... That's not a ton. I mean, that's that's like 12 picks. Five of them are running backs, right? I mean, that's not... Well, no, that's... what I thought. I mean, a Josh Allen was thrown there, a CeeDee Lamb, and a, actually Herbert was the first, first quarterback off the board. Really? I thought it was interesting. So anyway, I mean, I was looking at the running backs available. It was people like Zeke, Saquon. Um, who else was there? Shoot, then it was a big dropout, like Leonard Fournette. So I was looking at it, and I was like, you know what? With all the mock drafts we've been doing, Saquon's going to be there on the turnaround. So I don't need to reach for him now. Even though, because again, the running backs just the depth wasn't there. So I was like, you know what? I have to take Devontae Adams. You get the top tier wide receiver. I have two of them. Yeah. I'm gold. Yeah. And, and you're second and third picks, man. That's crazy. Yeah. I'd be happy with anyone on the turn. And I ended up, Saquon fell to me, which I was totally happy with. And uh, yeah, then I was filling out with Cortland Sutton. Figure three wide receivers. That's a guy you and I are really high on. Think yep. he's going to be good this year. So I was happy to get him as my third wide receiver, where some people are even as two or one. And, uh, so then you kind of see where my running backs go from there. I got Travis Etienne as my flex because we start three wide receivers, two running backs. So I figured it's as my flex to have Etienne there. Totally happy with that. Yeah, I love uh, that. This pick was uncharacteristic for me. You know how I feel about this man. One of the least sexy picks I've ever done. Uh, David Montgomery. But again. Was it the seventh round though? I mean, that, good grief. That's what I'm thinking. Again, point, I'm going based on value. I have, worth, my, you know? I have my starters and flex. I have my starting wide receivers. Why not take this guy to fill out my depth even more? Like, so I had to take him. Uh, Jalen Waddle, we talked about how he's going in four, fourth rounds, fifth rounds of people's. I got him in the eighth. So, I mean, again, I'm just finding all these value picks here, and I was not upset. I uh, got Dallas Goddard for my tight ends. At that point, I had, you know, missed on the, the top tier guys. Which, but again, I was fine with him uh, as, as my guy, and I could wait on it. Reached, I think, a little bit with Michael Thomas. Got him in the 10th, uh, but he could be big. We don't know, yeah. I was throwing flyers towards the end. Damon Harris, you know, I've talked about him. Once again, getting him in the 11th round as my fifth running back, totally good with that. Yep. And then reached on DeAndre Hopkins maybe a round early. Uh, but again, he's one of those guys. If I'm in the second half of the year, could be huge for me. Him and a Michael Thomas as my fourth and fifth wide receiver. I know, I know, I know. Uh, one thing I, with Devonte Adams and Jamar Chase is just a nasty, nasty combo. Right. So overall, I'm just happy with it. Happy with my depth. Happy with my starters. Uh, just the one pick late. I was bummed that I missed by one pick was uh, Chris Godwin. Wanted to get him too. It's kind of like oh crap. Uh, got Tony Pollard instead, which you know if Zeke goes down or even if he doesn't, he could be a steal. And got Tom Brady in the 15th as my starter. What That's was what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if this is odd, but in this league. Nobody, actually, only one team drafted a backup quarterback. So yeah. it's just showing that you don't have to waste your pick on necessarily that second guy because you can pick up guys that are just as good, especially in an eight-team league. I mean, Stafford wasn't picked. Um, 
I don't even think Prescott was picked. So it's kind of interesting to see who's still there, like just sitting in yeah. free agency with eight teams. I mean, it's, there's no reason to take a quarterback until really the very end, just like Which you did. There's just no exactly reason. what I did. Good. There's 12 to 14 good options and you only got eight teams. So unless people are, unless everyone is taking a run in a second, I think yeah. you did the right thing. Just wait. And that's what I did. I was happy to get my boy TB. So, uh, no, just to, you know, pat myself on the back, you know, how the, Yahoo always does those draft grades or whatever. Oh God. Yeah. Got an A minus. A minus. Top the best draft grade you've ever gotten. It might be. <laughs> it might be. Uh, I, I used to really care about those and still honestly do because I, I just want to crush everything all the time. But I've learned to not really care at all about that because to temper those expectations. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't know, man. They have no idea. They also like they they look at like where you took someone uh, against ADP. They yeah. look at they look at like. How many how many total points you've accumulated in the running back room? And you're like, dude, but I can only start like two of these guys. So like, right. here, you know, well, they do I some think, weird stuff. So I think I'm projected to have like the second most points. The person who was projected the most was the one who took two quarterbacks. So that's why it's deceiving. It's like, yeah, well, it's yeah. because there's two quarterbacks on the roster. So it's ridiculous. Yes. All right, I'm gonna zoom in on this thing. We can we can take a better look at it. Yes. Look at this studly squad: Henry, Chase, Adams, Barkley, Sutton, Etienne, Montgomery, Waddle. Just some names to just a list a few. Just a, just a few guys out there. Uh, but yeah, also kind of shout out. So Jason, is, he's a frequent fold in the cheeser. Uh, so he won the league last year as, as he made it well known during our <laughs> mock draft and all that. Uh, so last year he was projected to have a one in like 13 record. Of course, ends up winning the whole thing. His studs were Debo and Cooper Cup, which yikes. Um, so once again, he is projected to finish pretty low <laughs> in this season. These draft day projection so we'll see if he can buck yeah, that we need to take a look at his team we had to get him back on here and show us his team because right. uh i want to see the man who went vehemently against yahoo and crushed last year i want to see what they think about him this year he did get a c so i'll tell you that yeah got a C. I don't think he, he probably doesn't care about that does he he does not <laughs> okay um i'm going to show you just real quick the glory of a in-person draft you get yeah. one of these bad boys okay look at that team. board man that's how it's supposed to be done. Yeah, I like that. I it's like the two sick. written in names too. There, oh, we don't have stickers for these guys. Right. <laughs> yeah. Got to write those in. Old free agents, Julio and OBJ had to get written in. <laughs> it's. I mean, I swear to you, every year I've done this, I've gotten a, a board. And you, number one, you can't find the same board twice. Of so, course. like next year when I go on Amazon to look for boards, they won't have any of the same boards. Like they, I don't know. It's like totally redo by different manufacturers, different companies. I don't know what it is. So are you but, telling me we need to create the fold in the cheese draft board? Uh, fold in the cheese board? Yes. <laughs> yes. If it has actual cheese, I definitely want it. And if it's just a draft board, I still want it. I still want it. Regardless of the format, we want it. Um, yeah. Fold in the cheese draft board. Hook us up if you want coming, some of that. Coming soon, 2023. We can make that happen for sure. Um, yes. Comment yes. on the video if you're watching. Comment on the video. <laughs> Also, like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Okay, so anyway. I would say, hit that bell button, which doesn't exist anymore. God. The bell button does exist. <laughs> Don't you cut me out. Don't you cut me out of this video. <laughs> uh, anyway, so here's my squad. I'm going to show yes. you how I ended up here. So um, first round, I went with McCaffrey at the four slot. I get the four spot this year. Yeah. I was a little surprised he dropped to me, uh, but was very stoked about it. No complaints there. And this is one back around. This is a this 10 is teamer. 10 yeah. This is a 10 team. Yeah. So it it went um Jonathan Taylor, Eckler, and then Cooper Cup went third. 
Okay. Uh, I thought I was actually going to have to make the choice between Cup and Jefferson at four, but when he took Cup and left McCaffrey, I thought that was a no-brainer for me. Real quick, who would you have taken, Cup or Jefferson? So I've been saying recently I'm I'm more on Jefferson, and I think the only difference is maybe a little bit of the twinge of that elbow problem with Stafford. Mm. If I had to just – it's like a tiebreaker basically. Okay. You know? So, and I like the new offensive system in Minnesota. I think that's going to open things up even more. There we go. Um, Allen Robinson's going to take away some targets, whatever. I mean, you're Don't nitpicking. Too many seekers right now, Cam. Let's talk about your squad. Nitpicking. All right. So on the way back through, I grabbed Javante Williams. You know, I'm really high on yeah, him. Boy. He, was on my, he was on my perfect draft team as well. So I got Javante Williams in the second. Um, maybe jumped a little bit earlier than I wanted to there, but I didn't think he'd make it back around to me. And I think he's got so much upside. Yeah. Came back through, and I actually took some of your advice here. So here's one thing I wanted to mention about drafts. Number one, I wouldn't recommend drafting the same team over and over and over again. No. <laughs> <laughs> if, if things don't work out, you're screwed. Um, <laughs> Just ruined your whole season. <laughs> number two, it's good to mix things up in general, but also like, hey, listen to other people, listen to people that you whose opinions you value, and try some different things and see what happens. So I'm not a huge Saquon believer this year, but it's not lost to me that the guy was once a top three running back maybe number one running back that one yeah. season it's like he's got that potential for sure they've got to make changes in new york they've made a lot of coaching changes so uh in the third round i don't know why not he's my third why running not? back give it yeah. a shot again there's such a big drop off after that it's like why not so this was kind of like and after the first two rounds i was i was giving myself a little bit of a face because okay. i was like i should have probably taken aaron jones over javante williams i didn't like taking saquon but i didn't like the receivers that were available at the time uh, but then when it came back to me and Fournette was still there, I mean, I was just like, oh my God, I'm going to have a ridiculous running back room here. You're and going in this the, league, uh, you can going... start two running backs and two flexes. So I can play oh, yeah. all four of these guys. You can play all four. That's crazy. You're going with the uh, L. Schwim, Larry Schwimmer strategy of RB4. <laughs> four L. Schwim, all running backs, more than you can even roster. <laughs> um, so once again, you know, I'm looking at the board here. I'm looking at who's available when I took Fournette, and there were still receivers I really liked. And I ended up getting exactly who I wanted there. Cortland Sutton fell back to me in the fifth round. He's my wide receiver one, which is a little light for a wide receiver one, but I think he's capable of a top 15 year for sure. Yeah, for sure. I'm on Ross St. Brown coming back around. You know, I'm Sorry. high on him. Alan Robinson, this is your guy more than yeah. mine, but I'm, I'm buying the hype as well. And you're kind of getting me on the Alan Robinson train. So I jumped in Alan Robinson as my third receiver. Third. Again, I, mean, I feel great about third that. receiver. That's great. Yeah. I feel great about that. And then I did the same thing you did. Hopkins was there in the eighth, which is probably around maybe two earlier than you really need to take him, but you got to read your draft room. And in this draft room, Godwin went in like the sixth. Wow. Michael Thomas went in the sixth or seventh. I mean, these guys were going kind of early. The guys that you think people are sort of like forgetting about, they you have to know because <laughs> those guys are going to go fast. You know, once, once the first once one lights, goes, they're like, oh, crap, time. that time. <laughs> yep. So I jumped on Hopkins here thinking, number one, I've got all my starters at running back and receiver. There were still tight ends and quarterbacks left that I wanted. Yeah. And at the same time, the guys I really wanted were already gone. So like Hawkinson had just been taken. Mm. I've been pretty high on him, but he was already gone. So I figured, why not? Roll the dice. Take DeAndre. Yeah. Came back through and Goddard was the last tight end on the tier of tight ends that I like. Same and thing. So they were, it was between me and one other guy right next to me. We both didn't have a quarterback or a tight end. Tight end. <laughs> the two quarterbacks left that I really liked were Russell Wilson and Dak Prescott. The, the tight end, the only one left was Dallas Goddard. Yep. And so I figured I'll let him take his choice of the quarterbacks. I took Goddard. He immediately took Russell Wilson, which I was bummed by, but I, st I stuck with my strategy. I knew Dak was still there. 
And at that point, I didn't have to rush either because everyone had a quarterback. Everyone had a quarterback. So like, I can wait. And so I waited another round to take Melvin Gordon, who's not only usable on his own, but is also a handcuff, you know, to yeah. Javante Williams should anything happen. So uh, I feel like that's a nice bench spot for me. And then Dak Prescott's just sitting there waiting for me in the, the 11th round, I think. Something like that. So uh, I was not mad about that. Uh, I finished it off with a couple of just value picks in the back there. Devontae Parker, who we think is going to be the number one in New England. Uh, you have no idea what he's going to do, but again, the 12th round, who cares? Trey Lance. You if he blows up and has a monster season. You got him. I got him. I don't yeah. want someone else to have him for starters. So, and, and for number two, I think Dak is like a really good quarterback can put up good numbers, but not top five elite. Right. Uh, at least this year after losing to Mari. So Trey Lance could end up being my starter and I'd be okay with that too. All right. And then at the very end, I kind of stashed Michael Gallup, who I feel like is being completely left for dead. He is. He, he may not start the first couple weeks. Maybe he's back week three or four or whatever, but this guy's a stud. You got to remember, I mean, they, they were comfortable letting Amari Cooper go because they had Michael Gallup and they re-signed him. And I know there's a lot more money on Amari Cooper, so that's not the entire reason, but I think they felt really good about CD and Gallup. They got Jalen Tolbert coming in as a rookie, so I mean, they, they've got decent receivers, but Gallup should get a lot of target share when he's healthy. He can be a solid number two. So the fact that you have him on your IR just stashed away behind the DeAndre Hopkins as well. Yep. Like you're good. <laughs> you're good. Good to go, man. Good to go. Nice. All right. Full screen of my squad. Full screen. Look at I'm that. Start starter. with Dak, C Mac, Javante Williams, Cortland Sutton, and Amon Ra in the wide receiver slot. But I could slide Allen Robinson in there. Dallas Goddard at tight end, Saquon and Fournette in the flex. Colts and Daniel Carlson, same as you. We ended up having the same. <laughs> that's funny. Unintentionally had the same defense and kicker. So it was kind of fun. But Oh, that's right. You're only starting two wide receivers. So boom, even there. So Allen Robinson is on your bench. Yeah, dude, you're fine then, especially with only two wide receivers starting. So yeah, that's good. Yeah. Wow. All right. So both neighborhood leagues drafted, ready to go. and Crushed it. We both crushed it. And as we mentioned, our draft, our league, which we've been in for – X amount of years. Shoot, how what are we saying? Almost 20 years. Like 20, probably 20 years. Almost 20 years. So uh ours will be drafting tomorrow night. So that'll be we'll we'll definitely give you a recap of that on Thursday to let you know what's going on. But yep. Two two big drafts in the books, and we're pumped for them. So that's right. Do this. That's right. Do this. All right. Uh, we want to get into some contests that we're doing this year. Again, we did pick skin pick them last year. We want to do it again this year. So I'm going to throw this one on the screen as well. We want you guys Ayo. in the pool. Get in here with us. Play with us. Go to the Pigskin Pick'em site. Find the group Fold in the Cheese. Join it. The password is FITC. And compete against me and Ethan. Can we get Spicy Jalapeno back in here, please? Spicy Jalapeno better get back in here. I'm going to shoot her a direct message if I must. Yes, please do. Leslie Garcia Shea, we want you back in. Although she might be mad because I just eked her out. I just eked it out. That's true. She was not happy about that lead. <laughs> um, but let's go ahead and make some picks for today. What do you say? Oh, look at you. You're going to do it live on screen. I'm going to do mine live on the screen. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So you want me to start? You start. Who talks first? I think um, I think you start on this one here. Okay. So I'm going to throw it to you then because I get to start. <laughs> so we're looking at the Bills. This is a Thursday night game. So last year's Thursday night was the Bucks and the Cowboys, which was spectacular. Yep. And so now we got the Bills and the defending champion Rams in L.A. What do you think about this bad boy? I think this will be equally spectacular. I yeah. This is a killer way to start the season. I am jazzed for this game. This is going to be awesome. Uh, the game is in L.A., right? Yep. So um, that definitely factors into it some, not because I think it's oh. like a 
exceptionally tough place to play or there's any climate issues, just home team's always got like a three-point um, advantage there. I'm still going to go with the Bills. I'm going to take the Bills on this one because uh, I think it's just too much firepower, too much continuity. Uh, the Rich got richer on their defense, and yep. they added uh, James Cook on the offense. Like, I, I don't know. I think the Bills are um, – I, I never fully believed in the Rams last year. They, I mean, they, all the way to the Super Bowl, I was doubting them. So, yep. hate, hate, I hate, I was hate wrong, but uh, I'm going to go with the Bills here. Yeah, it's interesting to see how. I guess you'd call this lopsided on America on their picks, 66 to 34 for the Rams. It's surprising, yeah. Uh, but I, I hear what you're saying for sure. Obviously, the Rams that lost Von Miller goes to the Bills, so it's like crap. <laughs> I know, but I know. For me, this is a great game. I'm, I'm super excited about it. But I'm actually going to go with the Rams here. I don't know if it's because of course of you, are. you love Stafford. That's why I do, man. And and Robinson, Robinson. Your boys, yeah. They got. I mean, this is a healthy squad. You know, they showed in the Super Bowl they did it without a fully healthy Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson and all that, and obviously losing OBJ after the first quarter. So you replace OBJ with Allen Robinson. You still got Stafford. You still got Cup. The defense is still. You still got the beast, Aaron Donald. So true. It's going to be a great game. But I'm I'm giving the slight edge to the Rams, man. I know. But the it. Bills got the beast, Boogie Basham, Mike Forrest, Boogie Basham, Boogie right here, number nine. What up? Um, yeah, but guess what? You know who's about to be unleashed? Gabe Davis. This, is the, this is the Gabe Davis show. All right, he is he is released into the wild now. And do you do you think if the Bills had beaten the Chiefs in the playoffs last year, they would have gone to the Super Bowl? Um. I still, you know, it's tough to say, man. The Bengals were just so on fire. Yeah, it's still a sore subject for me. <laughs> the way the, the way that game ended, I think they would have had a good shot. But at, at the same time, you would have thought Kansas City would have based on the same moment shot. that. So, yeah, okay. just curious. But yes, I am interested to see what Gabe Davis does. He could be a steal this year. Yep, good. So we got opposite pick. That's good. Whoop, whoop. Now I know where you're going here too. <laughs> the Saints are going to Atlanta to take on the oh, Falcons. Obviously, mighty, going to go with the Falcons, right? My mighty Falcons, man. I mean, shoot, they just re they just restocked. Uh, no, they did not. So no, I the Saints could be a sleeper team. This man, I mean, I feel like the NFC is kind of wide open. The fact that I know the defending champs are there, but I don't feel like there's there's a team that's clear cut above the rest. In the AFC, you got some pretty heavy hitters, kind of a little top heavy, but. In the NFC, man, the Saints could sneakily make some noise. The fact that they're getting Michael Thomas back, they made a sneaky move with getting Jarvis Landry. Jameis is back. I know it's still Jameis Winston, but he can light it up if and when he wants to. So, I don't know. Watch out for the Saints. They're obviously going to beat the Falcons. Uh, Falcons are going to have a rough go this year, so I can't go. They're not my boy Matty Ice anymore. They do have Kyle Pitts, who's going to be a beast, but going to go with the Saints. Hater. Big time hater. Wow, you have real bandwagon on your fanship there. Hey, as we say, you got to win each week, man. You got to win okay. each week. Okay. Well, I agree with what you said about the Saints. I think they could be uh, a pretty good team. They've got a really good defense that's underrated as well. Got the Honey um, Badger. They they did pick up the Honey Badger, which again, rich getting richer. That that's a huge pickup. So that's a big pickup. Jameis is unpredictable and uh, largely unreliable, but um, he's all going to go with the Saints as well on this one. I tell you what, though, I, I don't think the Falcons are going to be garbage. I really don't. I don't think they're going to be garbage. It's not going to be good. Yeah, I think everyone's just ex- assuming that Marcus Mariota can't get it done, but I think he's a really decent quarterback, honestly. Former Titan, give him some love. I just just saying, I think he's a decent quarterback. So you're going with right. that? Yeah, we're both going Saints on that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next we got the uh, 49ers traveling to your Justin Fields Bears squad. Uh, what are we? What are we thinking? 
God, I'm still, I, I'm just so perplexed on why they did not get him more weapons. I just don't get it. Uh, there they got him big names Harry. in free agency. They got Nikhil Harry for a seventh rounder. He's already injured, done for the season. <laughs> uh, they draft Velas Jones, who's like, okay, um, he's. We don't know a whole lot about him. He's old. Is all we. That's all anybody knows. He's twenty five already. Um, but okay. man, there were some big names out there for in free agency. They just didn't do it. Byron Pringle, like, come on, man, really? So I got to go Niners. Yeah, Niners. I mean, it'll be interesting to see Trey Lance's debut. Uh, that's probably the one question mark, but otherwise the Niners are great. I mean, their defense is good. Offense is great. Uh, yep. You got a full season of Debo and Brandon Ayuk. Uh, <laughs> and you have a healthy Elijah Mitchell, you'd think, for the most part. So, yeah, I mean, you got to go San Fran here. Bears could be a uh, train wreck again for your boy, Justin Fields. Okay. How about... The Steelers traveling to Cincinnati. We're going to see the Mitchell Trubisky Steelers. Trubisky show. The Bengals. I mean, this could be a great game. It could be. Uh, It's interesting to see that it's such a a landslide of Americans going for the Bengals here. Excuse me. I'm saying Americans. It's the world. You know what? I should should not. This is not just America's show. It's a world show. So, yeah. uh, It's interesting to see that. I don't don't think it's going to be that much of a landslide of the game. Sure, it's a question mark with Trubisky, a quarterback. What's he going to do? But he's still got some great weapons. Najee Harris is back there. He's still got Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool. I mean, Pat Frymuth. Now just saying names. Shooter McGavin. (laughs) Just Uh, just naming people. (laughs) I'm just listing off names. Eric Ebron's not there anymore, so... I think this is going to be a great statement win for the Bengals just to to show everybody, like, hey, we're still... We're still legit. Last year was not a fluke. Uh, the pressure's on them, man. Uh, Burrow's got to show he can do it again. Obviously, his rookie year was cut kind of short, and he had a great season last year and a great run in the playoffs. So I, I like the Bengals here at home. It's got to be – it's interesting you'd say a statement win in week one, but it's against a, a division rival and one that you know could, could speak volumes to see what they can do the rest of the year. I would not say this is a statement win. No. Um, I think this is a – a runaway win. And I don't okay. think anyone's going to be like, Oh, the Bengals are back because they beat the Steelers who everyone I think is dumping on. Um, I, I think the Steelers have a great know. defense. They still have a good defense. They've got some good weapons, but the quarterback is such a, such a fiasco. I think no one's giving them any credit. And so I don't think anyone expects the Steelers to really make this a game. Now they could. And, and really they Steelers they always find a way just to grind it out though. I mean, you saw it last year. They were in games. They should, they made the playoffs when they shouldn't have. I mean, I, I hear you and I agree with you, but elephant in the room, noodle arm Roethlisberger is not there anymore. Right. And so you can say what you want about him and how he looked, he looked like he was toast and all that, but he won games and he knew how to get it done. I, I almost, I think we're going to be wondering if we would rather had a noodle arm Roethlisberger than a, inaccurate crappy arm anyway trubisky you know like, i think of some adjective for Mr. i don't know what, yeah like uh he's got a winning pedigree now he studied under josh allen and buffalo for a whole year so that's true he's yeah he's figured pedigree. it out now you're right Kenny Pickett, hometown guy just throw him in there he's fine yeah i like how yeah. i'm talking the steelers up i hate the steelers generally but like and i'm the one talking them up yeah i i hear what you're saying about the steelers like they do make games tough and tomlin's a great coach and they'll, That's they'll, the thing. they'll probably find a way to make it tough but i don't think this is the game where people are like all right the Bengals are back because i think they're just expected to crush this personally okay that's fair well regardless we're both going Bengals. So Bengals. all right now we're heading over to the nfc where the retooled eagles are going against the hard knocks lions 
We're going to be playing. You know how I feel about a hard knocks team. I was all in <laughs> on the Cowboys last year. <laughs> uh, I've been loving hard knocks, man. Dan Campbell is just so cool, man. I just so love watching him. What a stud. Yeah. I just feel like you just got to love playing for a guy like that. And I love <laughs> how he's, he's got the whole coaching staff is the former players or guys that know what it takes to get up, to get motivated. They know what's good enough in practice to say like, this guy's got it. This guy doesn't got it. I don't know if they've got the the guys to get it done here just overall on the team, but they might. They might. And I really hope they turn things around. I think the Eagles are going to be a powerhouse in the NFC this year. And so I got to go with the Eagles on this one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if the lines are healthy, man, that offense could be pretty dangerous. I mean, Goff showed what he can do in the second half. He had that couple good years in L.A., I mean, if Hawkinson's healthy, you keep DeAndre Swift on the field. He's a difference maker, both out of the backfield and catching balls. I mean, I'm on Ross St. Brown. If he takes that second-year leap, my goodness. And you still got good rolls players like DJ Shark. You still got freaking um, – why am I blanking on the other guy? Oh, Jameson Williams, who they just drafted. Jameson so, Williams is injured, yeah. It'll you know, if he gets healthy, just, just watch out. So this offense could be fun, but the defense has too many holes. Let's see what Aiden Hutchinson can do, another local guy. See, hopefully he can make some noise. But you're right. The Eagles have retooled. They're restocked. They're reloaded. They're everything. That A.J. Brown trade was a steal. So if they can that figure out the running man. room, if it's Miles Sanders, if it's Kenneth Gainwell, uh, they could put it all together. So I, I too am going Philly. Yep. Yeah, it's a tough first match for the, uh, for the Lions here. But I do think they're going to have a good season. I really do think they can turn things around. Yeah. All right. Uh, I wonder what we're going to do here. Patriots heading to Miami. Look who's the favorite in this one. According to look the at world. America and the world. They got the Dolphins 63% picked. Now, is this, have they been listening to the podcast and they know what you always say about the Patriots going to Miami in the summer when it's hot and don't do well. They always lose one saying. game to Miami every year. I am picking Miami because we always lose to Miami at least once. Last year was the first game of the season. This year is going to be the same exact thing. I know there's going to be a little more question marks for the Dolphins, but they have restocked and retooled as well. Obviously, they completely overhauled their offense. Two is going to have a ton more weapons. I'm nervous about the Patriots offense. I just, from preseason, it did not look great. It just, it, they look out of sync. Everyone's saying Mac Jones is in the best shape of his life, which is not very hard. He also has shirtless pose yeah. after he won yeah, the national championship. Yeah. But I don't know. We don't know who's calling the plays. Is it Joe Judge? Is it Matt Patricia? It's just, it just seems like kind of a mess right now on offense in New England. And they're going to Miami, all the hype that's going on. I got to give the edge to the Dolphins. We always lose to the Dolphins at least once. And until we get it figured out, I think it's going to be this one. Yeah, I got to say, I agree with you. And uh, you have helped convince me of this too. So I'm also going to go with the Dolphins here because uh, too many weapons, man. I, I the, We lose J.J. Jackson, our best cover guy. We signed Malcolm Butler out of retirement. He's already out for the year. So it's like... Who's going to be Patriots always take away your best option, right? Who's it going to be? Tyreek Hill? Then you got Jalen. Number one, can you take him away? I don't know no. that you can. Um, number two, here comes Jalen Waddle, Mike Gesicki. Look at the running backs. Chase Edmonds, great pass catcher. Raheem Mostert, you know I'm high <laughs> on him. Uh, yeah, I got to take the Dolphins too. Uh, I hope their defense can hang uh, because Patriots running game is the only thing that, that could keep them in this one for sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll stick with another AFC East teams. We got the uh, Baltimore Ravens visiting the mighty New York Jets. Is it what's what? Is it the Zach Wilson show? Is it the his mom? The Franco revenge game. Come on, <laughs> uh, they're they're give, they're hinting that Wilson could potentially play. I don't think he's going to play. There's no way they're going to they're going to put his future in jeopardy. Is his future already done? Like, is he done? No, nah, man, no. Nah. He was he was a mixed 
first season, you know, he was hurt. He didn't play the whole season. The fact that he's already hurt and it's already like, is he going to play? Is he not? Mm. Listen, running quarterbacks miss games. All right. That's what they running do. Running quarterback, Zach Wilson. He's a runner. He's a scrambler. Scrambler. I'll give him scrambler. Whatever. <laughs> you you line up and race him. See what happens. <laughs> Get on the line. Get on the line. 40. I don't even think I could beat Tom Brady. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going Ravens here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, I'm going right. Me too. That's it. Next. <laughs> uh, I actually like. I think I like the weapons more in New York. Actually, um, although I, I mean, you know I'm big on Rashad Bateman and Mark Andrews is the is the best player on both teams here probably. But Elijah yeah. Moore too, man. He showed what he Elijah Moore's a stud, man. I like Elijah Moore, Garrett Wilson. I like. Yeah, you know, I want to see what. I'm really excited to see what Brees Hall can do. Michael Carter. Just, I mean, they've got a lot of players. I didn't see how high did Brees Hall go in your neighborhood draft. He went in the third round in mine. He was, I think, the fifth in ours i just this is more appropriate i don't know i just i'm not sure why he's getting all this hype when he's going to be splitting time but anyway i'm with you so you're taking the jets then <laughs> oh totally totally okay. the baltimore jets let's go ravens all right the jaguars speaking of retool the jaguars are heading up to washington both these teams are retooled a little bit take on the commanders this is actually kind of a tough one because both I... of these teams are like they're either both total garbage or they're both <laughs> getting a lot better i don't i don't really know what to it's, it's so funny you say that because I was literally thinking the th- same thing. I was like, this is actually a kind of tough pick because yeah. you just don't know about the Jags just because they were such a dumpster fire last year. Obviously, terrible leadership. Everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. It was a disaster. So you'd like to think Doug Peterson is a calming force. Obviously, he did it in Philly. He was able to get a title with them. So you would like to think that there's going to be some life in the Jags. Uh, Are you predicting a Jags title this year? Are you going on record right now? 2023 Super Bowl Jags. Um, But then that bet is probably worth millions right now. (laughs) (laughs) It is. He plays that bet today. $10 bet, 10 million payout. Um, So then when you look at the Washington Commanders, first of all, new name. Wow. So much nicer than Washington football. That's worth something for sure. And you got wild man, Carson Wentz. Uh, Obviously, you still got weapons in Terry McLaurin, Logan Thomas. I guess Antonio Gibson's the guy now that his backup slash competition got shot. Uh, he's okay. He's not not life-threatening. He's fine. But I guess I got to give the slight edge to Washington just because they have a little more experience. Um, but I am very intrigued about this matchup to see what the Jags can do. Give me oh, the Jags. He's clicking Give the, me Jags. the Jags. Let's go. Etienne <laughs> is healthy. I can't wait to see what he does on yes. the field. I like Christian Kirk in the Jaguars now. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to take a step this year. I like Evan Ingram for the Jags too. I've mentioned his name a bunch. Yeah, I think just I honestly think there's more playmakers on the Jaguars side of the ball. Carson Wentz will find a way to butt fumble this thing. (laughs) He's not Mark Sanchez. Come on, he he is he is Mark Sanchez. Uh, So yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't have any faith in Antonio Gibson as I've stated many times. I'm really bummed about Brian Robinson getting shot. That's ridiculous. (laughs) Um, Not like getting hurt, getting shot. Getting shot. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, just unreal. Um, But speedy recovery. Get back, Brian. I want to see on the field. Yes. I'm going with the Jags. Okay, Jags. I love it. All right, so here's kind of another toss-up matchup. Talk about a revenge game already. We got the Baker Mayfield less Browns going to the maker Baker Mayfield full Panthers. What is going on here? I swear they like factor this stuff in too when they make trades and deal. Look at Monday night game, man. Look at the Monday I mean, night game. Yeah. We'll the there. NFL is like, hey, you should send them to uh to the Panthers. That would that'd be <laughs> good because that's a game that no one's going to care about otherwise. But until now, it'd be very interesting. So obviously, this is 
the most healthy the Panthers are going to be all year, and maybe the only time they are healthy all year. First time they have a full squad. They got a full squad. Um, I'm I'm a little surprised at how strong this is. Seventy six percent. I mean, Jacob, Jacoby Brissett can play football. He's very it's confident. Not, yeah, he's very not confident. like he's like a total no name. Um, yeah, I think because McCaffrey's healthy and Baker's an upgrade at quarterback over the last several years, I, I think I'm going to just go with the Panthers, but. I don't love it, and I, I could definitely see the Browns winning this. A defense is is good, and the run game is great. And yeah. I don't know. I don't feel great about it, but I'm gonna take the Panthers. Matt Rule is just gonna throw out the rule, the the playbook. Have two quarterbacks set, him and Donald, both back there. Mayfield gonna... passes to Donald, passes down the field, incomplete, <laughs> <laughs> intercepted, intercepted. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they'll just both be in the shotgun. Who are they gonna hike it to? We can't game. Oh plan my gosh, we can't crap. game plan this. Oh wait, we can just play defense, and you're fine. Um, yeah, I think. I, I think you literally hit it on the head with this is the first time and only time the Panthers will be healthy. So this will be the time they get a good win. Uh, whether or not this is a quote-unquote good one or not, well, to be seen. But I, too, am going to go with the Panthers. Uh, it's just such a turmoil offseason for the Browns. So much crap going down. So it, they'll take some time to get it together. Give Jacoby a couple games to get warmed up. And then he's going to be completely serviceable. He will. Yeah. I don't think week one is going to be the time. So surprisingly, head nod to the Panthers. I think Amari Cooper went like the eighth or ninth round in our draft last night. Because people were like, wait, Amari Cooper's still out there? He's like, I, I'll take him. I'll I guess. take him. And I mean, it could be a, a total steal of a pick. It could. You know? It could. Um, I'll tell you what I'm excited to see is Robbie Anderson. I want to see what he does. Because I'm still no. – like, I'm, sure I'm sure it's water under the bridge. I'm sure they're boys now. But I just really want to see how he and Baker play together. Well, actually, Robbie Anderson's dad is going to make a clip take of Baker Mayfield not throwing him the ball to like OBJ. <laughs> That was bad. That was bad. Yeah. Well, they might. All right. How about the Colts? We got a we got a divisional rivalry here. The Colts heading to Houston to take on your favorite Joe Montana, Davis Mills Montana, <laughs> the Houston Texans. Damian Pierce, who you love so Damian much. Damian Pierce went so high in my neighborhood draft. He went in the fourth or fifth round. Same because they've been listening to me hype him up. So I'm just saying, it's a slow play. Uh, yeah, this is your division, man. But how about another revenge game? Marlon Mack facing his old team. He, he get was dropped by the Texans, but picked back up. We'll pick back up for the practice squad. That's right. So, revenge, man. <laughs> he That's wants right. his revenge on the practice field. Uh, Colts. Okay, gonna... yeah. I was going to say, is he going to get that revenge? No. Yeah, I'm going Colts, too. This should be a. This should really not be a game. I, think I can't wait to see what the GOAT Matt Ryan does. He's going to be amazing. I think he will be pretty good, actually. <laughs> see? <laughs> I really do. I hate it. I hate seeing him in the division because he's competent, and the Colts – I've not had that for since Andrew Luck, probably. The so. Colts were competence away from the playoffs last year. They were. They were. They so, were a dangerous team. Just saying. All right. Oh, perfect timing. This We planned this perfectly. So now we got the mighty New York football giants heading to Nashville. Tighten up. Vrabel time. Yeah. Maybe. yeah. Uh, I'm interested to see how the Titans offense looks this year. I mean, yeah. it's going to be a lot of Derrick Henry. And I hope he holds up. I hope under so the, too. Uh, under the wear and tear. I know you drafted him pretty high, so we'll see. Um, the Giants have got to prove it to me. I'm not going to believe it until I see it. I'm going with the Titans. They, they find a way to get it done. They grind it out. They're a tough team. The defense is still really good. They lost Harold Landry, which is a huge loss. He was a sack leader yeah. last year for the Titans. Um, I don't know how they're going to replace that production, but uh, they got better at corner. And the Giants, like I said, they got to prove it. They're they're totally retooled offense, coaching staff, all of that. Um, I got to see it to believe it. Yeah, I mean, the 
Giants do need to prove it. They're not going to prove it yet, so I'm definitely not going with them. Going with the Titans, even though they they're going to look a lot different. You know, the offense with AJ Brown gone, yeah. but it'll be great to see a, a hopefully a healthy Derrick Henry. You want to see that right off the bat. So I think this is going to be a good game for him to kind of get those juices flowing and show he's still the cyborg that he is. So uh, Titans, Titans, I know, baby. All right, Green Bay heading to Minnesota. Another divisional rivalry here. Uh, these two teams, Minnesota doesn't really look that different. Green Bay looks very different. Yes. Still 71% picked on Green Bay. I mean, I think that's kind of crazy. And on spoiler alert, I'm not one of them. I'm going Minnesota here and kind of the upset just because they're playing at home. Again, that offense, Kirk Cousins is, is – I feel like everyone just kind of forgets about him. And yep. once again, more than competent, he can show what he can do. He's going to have Thalen's back healthy. You obviously got Jefferson. Dalvin Cook's back healthy. Even if he's not, you still got Alexander Madison who can fill in aptly for him. So I like an offense. They got new leadership. Zimmer's gone. So you'd like to think – and get a little more competency from that. So I'm going kind of with an upset special here, going with the Vikings, just because of the question marks on offense for the Packers. I know they still got the great running game. They'll probably have to rely heavily on it, but I kind of want to see what the Vikings can do, and, and maybe this is the time they they put their stamp on the division and do it early. Yeah, the, the Packers are kind of like the Titans in that regard this year, where yeah. like they're going to have to lean on that running game big time, and they were really unsure what we're going to get out of the passing game. Now but They're playing uh, Aaron Rodgers $100 million a year, so they can't rely on it too much. Yeah. <laughs> And I think he's a little bit better than Ryan Tannehill. Um, <laughs> I'm also going with the Vikings. Same Whoa. reasoning. Actually. Yeah. I, I don't know why they're only 29% picked. I don't get it. There's a lot of hype about their offense this year. And I think it's going to be exciting to watch. Green Bay does have a good defense and they do run the ball very well. So does Minnesota. Yeah. And uh, I think the edge is the Minnesota passing game here. So I'm with you. I'm going to go to the Vikings right. at home. Go with Vikings. Skull. Yeah. All right, Stole. now we got a battle of two red teams. We got two the Chiefs visiting the Cardinals. Yes, that's how we describe With it. With pointy logos. Pointy, <laughs> the one's literally a point. The other has sharp feathers. Cardinals, Chiefs. Yeah. Sunday afternoon action. This is a bit of a tough one, actually. Right? We've, <laughs> yeah, we've seen the Cardinals come out of the gate on fire. And um, they have a tendency to do that. It is in Arizona. <clears throat> Kansas City obviously lost Tyree Hill, so we're not sure what we're going to see out of that receiving room. Juju, I think, is going to be the leader, but we don't know for sure. But the Cardinals don't have DeAndre Hopkins. Hollywood Brown's new. I mean, there's a lot going on here, a lot of, a lot of change between these two teams. Um, the advantage obviously goes to Mahomes, but I'm going with the Cardinals on this one. Ooh. I'm going to take the Cardinals upset special on this one. Uh, I think for me, this is kind of a pick 'em. Yeah. So I'll take the home team. It was an intriguing one. Actually, this wasn't as harder at, for me as some of the other kind of toss-up games. Granted, some of them were not as higher caliber offense or teams, but uh, I went with the Chiefs here just because I think no DeAndre is going to hurt and the fact that they lost your boy, Christian Kirk, and whether or not Marquise Brown is – can if he can do what he did in Baltimore again, kind of the jury's still out. We'll see what he can do. So yeah. I don't know. I just think there's a lot of question marks for the Cardinals. Obviously, Colin Murray signing that big deal, but there was drama in the offseason there. I don't know. Uh, They've got a lot to prove. I, you know? That's literally the word that's coming out of my mouth. They have to prove what they can do, um, and that it's not a fluke that they're just a first-half team. I don't think they can keep up with the Chiefs. I like Juju Smith. I like the little pieces they got. So I'm going with Chiefs here, man. Okay. That's, that's going to be a good one. I think it'll be an exciting game, too. How about the Raiders? Another divisional rivalry here going to Los Angeles to take on the Chargers. This is going to be a fun one. Be a good this is going to be a fun one. This is this could be a lot of points on the board here, and this yep. is some high-powered offense. Obviously, the Raiders getting Devontae Adams, Chargers still get with the help. I mean, they didn't really need any more pieces on offense, so they're just re re ready to go, reloading. Uh, healthy Herbert, Eckler, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. My gosh, 
Got Gerald Everett. That's a sneaky pick. Wait, wait, what? Yeah, Sorry. Gerald Everett. Yeah. That's a sneaky Josh Palmer. pick right there. Yeah. So these offenses are going to be fun to watch. I'm going to give the Chargers the edge at home. I like their defense a little bit better than the Raiders, but I think there are going to be a lot of points scored. Yeah, I agree with everything you just yeah. said. And- yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, give me the Chargers. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree with everything you just said. I think um, more continuity. Maybe that's yep. the, the difference maker. The Raiders, so it's kind of like what happened with the Buccaneers a few years ago. Like it may take a few games for them to totally gel altogether. Waller was out a bunch last year. Yep. Now you add Devontae Adams into the mix. The running back room is in flux. So it may take a little while for them to get everything gelled together. You're going to see flashes where they're really, really good and they're going to be competitive anyway. But I, I think I'm going to take I'm going to take the charge with uh, continuity. All right. That sounds fair. All right. And this was a, the amazing season opener last year with the uh, Bucks visiting the Cowboys. You're going boys, Bucks. What's what's going to happen? Man, this one's tough. Uh, they're both missing arguably their number one receiver. I mean, uh, Godwin is still getting projected points for this week. I don't yeah. think there's any chance How? he plays. I no just way. don't think that would not be smart. Obviously, the Cowboys get rid of Amari Cooper, and they're going to be without Michael Gallup most likely. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Buccaneers here. I think I think there's going to be too much offense to handle, uh, even without Gronk. Just Mike Evans. Maybe Julio does something. Who knows? Uh, they got Russell Gage now, but Brady, I got to say Brady's going to find a way. Big game. Yeah. I think he can get it done. No, I agree. I, I too went with the Bucs. I know you're hating on Julio, what he did to your Titans and they left your Falcons. He did me wrong. He did me wrong, Julio. He did do you wrong. I will. You're not wrong there. So, but I don't, I still think he's got stuff like left in the tank. And that is literally what always happens to Tom Brady is they'll sign some guys and he's like, okay, I'm going to show you the, that. These are still amazing people. Uh, he's done it before. He's going to do it again. I'm not saying Julio's going to be a, an all-pro or anything like that, but he's going to utilize them the best he can. And, and you're right. There are too many weapons there still. Mike Evans is a beast of a man. Uh, Leonard Fournette can't take him down. So I'm, I'm going Bucks. And they still got the defense, too. Yeah, they do. The Cowboys got a strong defense, too. They do. Trayvon Diggs can shut you down. Um, I don't know. I, I'm a little surprised it's as much of a disparity as it is. I guess it's the Brady effect. It's the Brady effect. Uh, but I think that I think that'd be a really close game. How about Denver and Seattle? How about the story of the year? Of the year, gone. Five percent of people picked Seattle to win this game. Like, what yeah, is up with that? That's Uncle Doug, man, because he just found out that Russell Uncle traded. Doug like, found you know out they what? traded. That's right. I'm still going with my my Hawks. So, uh, no, I think you're right. The NFL rigged it so they would uh, have some revenge games open a week. Uh, Broncos. Seahawks are starting Geno Smith. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I think not even close, really. I think Russell wants to show out big time. Yes. He wants to show out, and I think he's going to put up 40. Um, I'm going to go with a total points here. I'm going to go with 57. Be a high score in 42 to 15. Okay. I went with a score of 49, total score of 49. Yeah, Broncos are going to just blow it out. Yeah. So there it is. There wow. Pigs can pick them. One in the books, pigskin pick them. Don't forget to join the group. As we said, search for fold in the cheese group, password F I T C all caps. Uh, and come, come beat us, come lose to us. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Give it your best shot. You can't do it. Who are we kidding? We're gonna do uh, another recap of our long standing league in the next episode, right? Yes, and then we've we got are. a new contest we're gonna jump in as well, uh, which is sort of a survivor league, but it's player based, which would be pretty fun. 
Next episode is going to be jam-packed. As we said, we're going over our drafts. We've got a preview this week's games. We did a little bit here with the Pick'em, but we'll, we'll kind of do some more preview going on. Man, football is back. It's crazy. We're going to talk about the Thursday night game. It's going to be spectacular. Oh, can't, can't, can't contain the excitement. Can't wait. Can't, can't wait. Bart's gone. Can't wait. Do you listen to him at all on ESPN no. Radio? No. He just likes to yell a lot. He's just always can't waiting it. Can't but wait. Everything. Everything can't wait. He can't wait. We can't wait. So until next time, keep on folding. Fold it.